Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and um, I'm by myself. It's not really related to 3D movies or or anything, really. I just thought it might be an interesting thing to listen about. So, um, you know, a lot of people have gotten the COVID vaccine, and you know, you may not know someone that might have it. So, you may want to be interested and in know what's going on and how does it feel to get one and all that process. So, this podcast will be just about my little story. Um, at least, well, I'll update it every once in a while. Chapter 1. Trying to get the vaccine. Um, I go to different websites, and it's always completely booked. This past Saturday, I tried to go to a Walgreens and set up an appointment, but... I refused because I couldn't set up the week uh, second vaccine. So, yeah, annoying. And there's a lot of, um, there's some websites we can go to for different governments to, like, pre-register. And that's been annoying, too, because a lot of the emails go into the junk. And there's been a lot of times where... Yeah, they got vaccines, but it's like a thousand. And for a location that has, you know, millions of people, it's thousands not going to cut it. So I heard my family was getting a bunch of these vaccines, and I was the last one, and I had no problem getting it. I'm completely in favor of vaccines, and um, don't want to get COVID. So uh, I'm not going to say the specific city. I don't want to get them mad at me, but, um, so, I asked them to, um, pre-register, and then when it started opening up for more people, you know, I contacted this person, um, and they finally gave me a call, um, yesterday, oh, we're here to try to schedule your, uh, vaccine, I was like, oh, wonderful, um, you know, a few times I answer my phone, it's not spam, junk. And so I scheduled it for today, and I already pre-put my information on the website. So I was like, okay, cool, let's make things even faster and smoother, because they already have all my information. So I go there, and the email says, which, of course, went to spam. Um, said, use this QR code to help you log in. And this is a drive through place. So I go to the location, and I'm, I see cones, but it's like, it doesn't need anywhere. It's like, I guess some people are practicing driving or something. And it's like, okay, this, I see some people in that building over there, so let me walk over there. And my appointment was at 10.30. I got there at 10. You know, it's always good to be early. Be like, okay. I uh, fill out this form. With your basic information. I'm like, okay. Sure. And then... After... The line wasn't that long. It was like this person on the laptop. And they were like, okay, give me your phone number. Okay. Is this uh, your information? Yeah. It's like, why... <sighs> I already have given you the information on the website... I already printed it out on this piece of paper, and you already have it on the computer. Ugh. 
So I go into the building. And this is weird. I don't know why the how these buildings are made and I would think a government would be a little bit more smart of how they do this because <sighs> Sorry, I'm tired. Um they go like three flights of stairs. And I didn't see any wheelchair access for disabled people or elevators. And I was like, okay, I mean, I could walk a couple flights of stairs, but it's just kind of annoying to, <laughs> you know, go over here, go over there. And some people, of course, are not paying attention to the markers, which are labeled. They actually have markers, the six feet, and you know, they kept leading and finally go up the three flights of stairs and then go inside and then go over here, then go to this hallway, go through this hallway, go to that hallway, and say, like, okay. And then finally they get me. And then um, I say, like, okay, cool. They pick me, and, you know, it's like, okay. It's like, what, how do I sign up for the next one? Oh, they'll call you. It's like, oh, okay. Um, felt a little bit dizzy, just to be honest. Um, after I got the shot, I did get the Moderna shot. My first shot of COVID vaccine. Um, so they say, okay, go to the waiting area. And the waiting area is like, go down the hall, go down the hall, go down the hall. Eventually get to the waiting area where everyone is sitting there. And not really socially distanced in there, but it's like, I guess it's okay if we all got the vaccine. <laughs> and like, all right, wait 15 minutes and see how, and uh, set a timer on your phone or watch or whatever. And once 15 minutes are up, if you don't feel bad, uh, you're free to go. I mean, they didn't have like an armed guard or anything. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay. I just set a timer on my watch, 15 minutes. Just be on my wa- on my phone. People came and left. And there was this one woman <sighs> who said she was having some side effects like some that and they're talking to her and and seeing she was like saying that her arms were tingly and um so i don't know what happened to her and my 15 minutes were up and i was like all right i do feel a little bit like dizzy but not like a lot like basically um i've lost a step so eventually i go home and when I get home, I'm hungry. But it's, you know, decent. It's like 1 o'clock. So, you know, I do stay and spend some time at the office, which I haven't been to in months, you know, getting some stuff here and there. And and it's like, I'm still pretty hungry. I should probably eat more. It's like, well, let's see how this goes. I, I feel dehydrated, so I have some um, sports drink. And I kind of get back to work, working from home, and it's like, ugh, I'm tired. And I basically like, text in, it's like, all right, it's like two hours left. I could be bad and just like, screw this. No one's going to know. I'm just going to go to sleep. So I was like, no, no, I'll be a good person. That might be good to have for records purposes. I'll text in and say, hey, is it okay if I have the rest of the day off? I'm feeling tired. And I'm like, yeah. So like, All right, let me take a nap. Nap failed. Like, 
I feel tired. I feel legitimately tired. Like, you know, physically tired, but not mentally tired. <sighs> so, still felt hungry. Um, had After my nap fell, I went ahead and um, ate some more food, which I had around the house. And worked on some different website stuff. And I just feel tired. Um, in fairness, whenever I do get like a flu shot, usually it's kind of like this too. So this is day one. I got the shot at 1030 and recording this at 730 p.m. Give or take. Um, so I don't think it's like that big a deal. I think it's just kind of an annoyance, you know. I'm like, I, I had a Coke um, during my lunch. It's like, well, I want to try to keep going, you know. And Coke and the caffeine did nothing. Which usually it does something. Because um, at this point, I haven't had any caffeine in the day. So I was like, okay, this is going to help me get going the rest of the day. Nope. <sighs> no effect. So yeah, I'm just kind of tired. And um, just kind of tired. Off a little bit of my step. Um, but not 100% off. Just a little bit. So, that's my story for this day one, day zero. Uh, I don't know when to count it. Um, I will do a couple here and there um, of these podcasts. So that way you know what's up. Um Maybe maybe things will change. If nothing's really changing, then I won't do more of these. But I just thought, hey, now you heard the story of someone who got the COVID uh, vaccine, the Moderna. Um, you know, got into my left arm. Left arm still feels a little bit sore, but it's not. It's okay. I mean, it is what it is. The vaccine. That's how it always works. I get. I usually get a flu vaccine every year, um, so it doesn't bother me any to get vaccines. So I get pretty much everything that's needed. Um, so yeah, that's it. My story. Uh, sorry if this is a rambly or, or anything. I just try to. I'm trying to focus my mind, um, but I am. I feel like a step off, and I am tired. So, I don't know how much of that is because I'm doing website stuff and how much of it is because my body is just kind of tired. But, can't nap. I don't know why. I have no, you know. It is what it is. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf with another COVID vaccine blog post. Uh, this is day two. So, or day one. Um, I don't know. So yesterday, I got the vaccine around 10.30 a.m. It's now about one, about to be 2 o'clock. Um, so how ha- was my first night, um, I guess, since recording? Um, I mean, I was tired, but like not a lot different. I was still able to walk my dog a mile at night. Um, I took some pain relief. Um, at night, so that way I don't have to think about it. Um, I was kind of thinking that I may sleep on my side and may hurt my arm, but, you know, I was like, oh, might as well. And I slept fine. 
Um, I mean, it's it's more a problem with you know it's hot right now or hotter, and uh, you know it's just not that not anything to do with the COVID vaccine. It just it's maybe a little bit hot, maybe a little bit um the sheets seem to be cleaned, which I'm doing. You know, just you know regular kind of things. I didn't have any interesting dreams, really. The only dream I really remember was of one of my cats playing with one of my with my puppy, and I've been wanting this for a long time because we've had this puppy since September of last year, and they only slightly tolerate him. It's been grown to more tolerate over the year or over the months, but to actually like see them cuddle and be sweet to each other has not happened, um, and I would love to see that, so that was a nice dream. This morning, I was fine, I didn't, you know, I don't, like yesterday I felt like a step, not 100% in the right, you know, today maybe half a step, I, I went, you know, did everything normally uh, without too many problems, I still have a little bit of pain on my shoulder where the vaccine was administered, but all extensive purposes, I'm 98%. So, I'm fine. Um, I don't think I'll do one tomorrow um, if there's nothing changed. I might do one, like, another update in a week or two, or... I don't know. If anything changes, then I'll do one. I guess that's part of a better way. And then I'll do... Uh, update how I feel after I get the second uh, shot eventually. But I think this will be it unless something else happens. Uh, that I think I'm fine. I think it, you know, so far I have no X-Men mutant powers. I'm not a metahuman. I can't um, fly that I know of. I know people have been saying, oh, well, you know, this is a DNA uh, vaccine. It's going to change your DNA. Uh, um, it's like, yeah, no, not really. Um, you really don't know what you're talking about. So, no superpowers yet. <sighs> I, I can't run faster than sound. I can't fly. I can't, I don't have, uh, bone claws. Um, not an X-Man yet. Hopefully. I wouldn't be too pissed off if, uh, you know, I have superpowers. <laughs> Fight crime. <laughs> but I don't expect that to happen. I mean, over 100 million people in the U.S. have had the vaccine, and then I haven't heard of any of them becoming mutants or metahumans or whatever. So, whatever. Um, just trying to bring something interesting to this conversation. Uh, yeah. I was a little bit hungrier yesterday than usual. Um, I guess that's a normal kind of response to um, immune system. But, yeah. A little bit hungrier, a little bit tireder. A um, little bit of pain in my arm. Nothing I can't handle. So, side effects, meh. That's going to be it for this podcast. Again, I won't do a part two, three, until something changes. Um, and I'm, that might not be until I get the second vaccine. So we'll see. Say bye.
Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me New Jake. Hi, everybody. And uh, this is actually going to be part three of a COVID vaccine story. I didn't think I was going to record one of these until I get the second vaccine, but New Jake, you surprised me and told me that you got the vaccine today. Yes, yes, I did. So I want to give you an opportunity to tell me your story, um, and so that way people at home know what's going on. Okay. Um, I actually wasn't planning on getting it today, honestly. Um, I, I'm, I'm not deathly afraid. I just, I hate shots. I hate needles. Um, I, I've always been afraid of them, but, uh, getting them into the muscles. Okay. But, uh, intravenous, uh, needles just, it makes me want to pass out. But anyway, uh, I was trying to, my, my hardest to find the Johnson and Johnson vaccine because it's one shot versus two for the other ones. But uh, where they're, where they're having issues right now with the, the mix ups and everything, I just like, I'm just going to get it done and over with do my duty. And I just went to a, a place, uh, two blocks away from my apartment, which is a, a training school for nurses for our local hospital called St. Mary's and uh, did the drive through and got the Pfizer vaccine. Now, just to make sure uh, people are listening, because this might be something you listen to years later or weeks later or, or whatever. Um, currently, there's three vaccines that are approved in the United States, correct? Yes. Johnson Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna. Moderna, yes. Uh, Johnson Johnson is one shot and you're done, and the other two are two shots. Yes. And the two shots are separated by a few weeks. I think it's three or four, something like that. Yes. Um, yes. I think there's another one that is on the brink of being done. But, um, yeah, it, it's for now, as we're recording this, we're recording this on April 2nd, 2021, uh, about 1130 Central Standard Time. So, um now, did you, like did you actively like look on different websites and and go to Walgreens.com or, or whatever to try to get your shot or no? Uh, what I did was um, I just typed in Google Johnson and Johnson vaccine uh, near me, and I think it was the CDC location website, and uh, there was some in Kentucky, and I didn't know if I was allowed to go over to Kentucky because I'm just right there at the border, but. Uh, I didn't know if I could go out of state and get a shot, but uh, I, I just manned up and I said, to hell with it. I'm just going to do the Pfizer vaccine because it's the most effective and it's also the only one available at that location near me. <laughs> so um, there used to be, I guess now because it has opened up to everyone that's 18 and older, depending on where you live. Um, but for the most part, it's everyone they could get it, yes. you know, it used to be kind of frowned upon going to another area to get it because, like, you're taking, oh, yeah. a, you know, I've seen people, like, get, oh, I drove to, you know, just say Houston, where I live in, you know, near Austin. Well, that's a three-hour drive, and, okay, cool that you're able to, but then... Um, you know, you're taking it away from someone that lives in Houston or, you know, if you not even Houston, it could be like a small suburb outside of Houston, you know, and it's one of those things where it was kind of icky, I guess. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a better word for that. It, unseemly, because if it's like in a small neighborhood and they, you know, if, if people don't have access to it, 
and you know you don't want to take away from but it's slowly but surely being okay normalized because now that it's more widely available it's not as hard to get as it was at first right yeah like uh, supposedly they're going to be in uh, walmart's uh probably in a few weeks so you could just walk in there and get you a shot most likely and the process here in america has been you know you might need a depending on your state go to different websites and check and it's kind of like um searching for like a video game or a movie or, or some kind of collectible where you have to oh they're sold out here we gotta go over there <laughs> Yeah, so it was sort of like using BrickSeek, where if I'm looking for a, a specific item for a, a certain price, it's like, oh, I gotta go on BrickSeek. Oh, Walmart has it cheaper. Oh, Target has it cheaper. It's, it kind of has that slight rush feeling to it. It's like, oh my god, I need to get this, you know? Yeah, um, I know, because I, I, that's what I've been doing. I've been going, not like religiously, but every day or two, I'll, I'll go to Walgreens, go to CVS websites, and then check my local area. And um, it says nothing available, nothing available, nothing available. And then there is something available, but it's just 300 miles away. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, not, not just for a single shot of Johnson & Johnson. No way. Um, well, Johnson & Johnson's a little bit different because it's just one shot. But, right. Uh, because I know some people, I was like, oh, yeah, I drove an hour to get my shot. And then... Now, I don't want to drive an hour to get my shot back. And it's like, no, you have to go back to where you got it the second time, you know, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, so was there a big line when you, when you went to get it? Um, no, I went, let's see, it was about 8.30 in the morning. They opened up at 8. Um, there was about two cars ahead of us, and there were uh, two separate lanes. I think one was for the first-timers, which was us, and then the second lane was second shot, if I'm not mistaken. But no, not a big line at all. It's, it's been constantly like uh, five days a week. So they've been out there constantly from eight to four, just giving out shots. Yeah, I've read that some places near me are doing that, too, where you don't even need to do appointments because some places you need to get an appointment and some places you need to put your information in beforehand. Uh, some right. places you just roll up and, you know, give them your basics and then, you know, you get your shot. So. Yeah, I mean, because uh, I was like, I had my ID ready. I had my uh, insurance card in case I needed it. And they just handed me a, a clipboard with the little dosage card that tells me, like, okay, fill out your name. This is when you're going to come back. This is the medication that you had. And then filled out a, a, a sheet of paper with my uh, details. And uh, do you have any of these things? And and that was it. Ten minutes later, I got the shot. Now, how do you feel after getting the shot? I uh, Knock on wood, I feel fine. Uh, there's just a little bit of pain in uh, in the uh, injection site. Uh, sometimes if I kind of flex my muscle or kind of move my arm a certain way, a little tiny bit of pain, but uh, it's it's not bad. Have you? How do you feel about this comparing to like a flu shot? Uh, <laughs> well, I went to the same place a few years ago getting a flu shot and. Um, I, I had tensed up my arm cause I made a fist, uh, and cause I was like, I hate needles and, uh, she gave me the shot anyway, without telling me to not tense up. And I, uh, I had a, my whole arm was hurting for like a uh, two days. I, I, it was almost like I couldn't use it. It was unbearable. So th this was a snap. The, the injection was 
very fast and quick. I barely felt it. And then about 15 minutes later, I started feeling the pain in the injection. That was about it. Um, Have you had felt any dizziness or or vomiting or or tiredness yet? No, uh, I'm I'm currently tired because I've I've been up for uh, 18 plus hours uh, because I I work midnights and everything. So yeah, I've been up since six o'clock yesterday evening and but uh, no, I just feel seasonal allergies. That's about it. Um, now we're not going to say where you work, but are you going to work tonight? Uh, no, I got the weekend off. <laughs> okay. So that way, if you do need more time to recover, you don't have to worry about, oh, I've got to go back to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I got plenty of PTO in case I needed it, but uh, I did it uh, after I got off work and I got the entire weekend to recuperate if need be. PTO is paid time off. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> you never know. Uh, some people don't know the codes, and some people do, and it is what it is. So, okay, cool. Um, we'll just keep uh, updating, you know, and seeing if anything, if you feel any different. Um, you know, I got the Moderna, and I recorded about that already. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my I felt I started feeling tired a couple hours after. You know, more fatigued than. I would expect to, and I was a little bit more hungrier when I had lunch, so um, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the same thing for you, um, but, you know, we just want to have these podcasts to kind of normalize getting this shot. Um, the faster everyone gets this shot, the, these shots, the faster we can go back to normal, and hopefully the faster that 3D movies can come back into <laughs> being a regular thing and not being rare anymore. Right. Because if, if, you know, theaters start seeing money coming back and, you know, we get a huge numbers for Godzilla and, you know, every the numbers just keep going up, then we're going to keep having more options. We're not going to have to drive, you know, through the mountains, under the valleys <laughs> like you did for Raya, you know. Right. Oh, uh, speaking of Godzilla, uh, it's made $17 million in two days. Which normally would be pathetic, but... At current times, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting, like some good news. So people are going out more. They're more brave, more money, and more vaccines. Did they schedule you your second one, or they just said they'll call you or whatever? Uh, they scheduled me uh, April 22nd. Uh, so I'm going to go after work and get the second shot. From what I've heard, second one hits you a little harder. Yeah, that's what I've heard, and uh, <laughs> I'm not ready for it. You know, I feel yeah. I know I used to be really scared of shots and needles, and I kind of, um, I actually had a bad incident uh, donating plasma, and that kind of, you know, I've tried donating plasma to make some money in the past, and it, it hasn't worked. It, like. One time they couldn't find my vein, so they kept pricking me. And like after oh. like three or four pricks, they're like, "Okay, I guess I don't know." And then like I was having cold sweats, and like they only paid me like twenty bucks. And um, <laughs> you know, I actually got a speeding ticket before that. Um, oh, and geez. I used the twenty bucks to get my plasma to you know buy. Subway, and I basically burned through the money and then got a huge debt for a stupid, you know, to have a really bad experience getting my plasma done. 
Jesus. So I did I have done it once again, and then after that, they said my blood pressure is too high or something, and it ha- you know I wasn't able to. So I mean, plasma here in America. I don't know where it is in Europe or wherever you live, listening. But um, depending where you go, you might be able to get twenty, thirty bucks, maybe more. Yeah, and um, it will take what an hour of your time or something. Yeah, I mean that—that's if you're uh, if it's not busy and you meet the uh, requirements because you have to be like a certain weight, a certain blood pressure, no diabetes, and as sad as you uh, as sad as it sounds, you have to be straight. You can't be homosexual, unfortunately, to donate plasma. From when I last heard that, uh, that was a role. Yeah, I don't remember last time if that was a box to check anymore, but it's been a couple years now. Um, right. And plasma is not like plasma from you know highly oxygen, you know, heated <laughs> gas. Um, right. This is a plasma that's in your bloodstream that uh, is taken out and used for medical purposes um and it, you know you get into a machine and then it you plugs it in and then you takes it out of you and then you know some of the plasma actually has helped to get like antibodies and um it helps a lot of people so it can you know be beneficial to the person you know getting money and it can be beneficial for people that need to get donated plasma so right it's different from donating your blood um from what I've heard, donating your blood is a little bit more uh, taxing for the individual. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, because uh, you have to uh, eat a cookie to get your blood sugar back up. Because, you know, that's about one-fifth of your uh, body blood, if I'm not mistaken, that they take out. Yeah. And uh, after plasma, they usually give you uh, a cookie or uh, orange juice or something, too. So Right, yeah. Something to get the blood sugar to produce... Uh, more blood cells so so we're not really a medical podcast but i just just, (laughs) no no (laughs) um we don't have all the details here but we just wanted to have this you know you may be listening and you know you read on the internet or read on the newspaper a hundred million americans have gotten the vaccine and it's like i don't know any of those people you know who has gotten the vaccine well you know me and new jake have gotten the vaccine and uh, yes we want to share our stories so that way you know it's safe. And, you know, so far, uh, I haven't gotten any uh, metahuman or mutant powers. Have you? No, I'm not. Uh, my skin is not melting off. Uh, I don't feel like the T-1000 at all. I just feel normal, just a sore arm. <laughs> a lot of people have been saying because the uh, uh, vaccine, a lot of them have RNA changes. Um it get caught, you know, people are worried, it's going to change my DNA, and it's like, that's not what it's about. It's, you know, programming, it basically is like a hack. It's a different kind of vaccine from what I've read, where it's right. not, um, but basically, instead of, you know, having the dead version of the virus that your body will get used to and understand how to, to kill, you're basically getting a vaccine that teaches your immune system how to not get infected by the said virus. Right. Because I know the Johnson & Johnson one, um, I know the Catholic Church is against it because it's using uh, stem cells versus the RNA treatments. So 
that's yeah. also another issue if you have religious leanings. Um, so from what I've read, you know, if you look at the virus as like a diagram, you would see like a sphere with like little tentacles all over it. Um, yes. The and that's basically how most viruses work. Those little tentacles will attach to your cells and infect them. And these uh, vaccines, to my knowledge, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've read, which I've tried to read up on a lot of this, uh, from respected places and respected you know, articles and good sources, that these will stop the virus from attaching. So you're it, just teaching your immune system to combat the tentacles. Not the virus. So basically the tentacles, the little arms, can't attach to your cells and go in. It doesn't actually cure COVID. Like, it doesn't actually give you COVID. It gives your, you know, that way you can't infect it. Um, That's why some of the variants are are interesting because they may have different kinds of tentacles. Um, You know, I'm using these not technical terms to make it easier to understand, but... um, the tentacles can't attach if you have the shot because your immune system knows, hey, I know those tentacles. I'm not going to allow you to do that, you know. Yep. And it's kind of a programming thing, and people are like, oh, well, you're reprogramming my DNA. I'm going to become a mutant or a metahuman. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not quite how it works. I mean, it's not, it's not a radiation shot. Uh, it's just, uh, you know... It helps build antibodies and train your body that recognize this, defeat this, go. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we doesn't you know, give us superpowers, which, hey, I you know, if I could fly, I, uh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. If that was a side effect, it's like laser vision, uh, maybe a side effect in certain individuals, I'd be... Bring it on. <laughs> I mean, which, Give me all the shots. <laughs> which ability would you want besides laser vision and flying? <laughs> uh, X-ray vision. Uh, uh, probably imperviousness. Like, I don't know, something like Deadpool, maybe? Superheating factor. Yes. All right. Well, we had enough fun here. Uh, I just thought, you know, <laughs> it would be good to have this. And uh, we'll give you an update um, whenever... You know, you, you, whenever you feel like you want to give an update, we can. And, uh, well, that's basically it. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf. And, uh, this is a quick little update. Um, so I feel fine. Um, it's been almost three weeks. So next week I'm scheduled to have my second shot. Um, my wife got her shot. Um, she got the Pfizer. She's fine. She didn't have any issues. She she wasn't really tired. She didn't have any reaction at all. It was just, you know, a prick of a shot. And that's that. So, it's interesting that we, you know, I live in a household where my wife has one shot. I have another shot. But it is what it is. And either way, we should be covered. So, it's all good. Um... So next week, um, I'll do another podcast and uh, um, see how it works out. Um, the second shot, because I know the I heard things the second shot being a little bit rougher to uh, do after. So 
yeah, that's it. Bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.